last time on The Crown. Princess Margaret got married to Tony Armstrong Jones, the photographer who we met a few episodes ago. But what we didn't know a few episodes ago was that Tony is a real uh, social guy and has lots of friends all over town, both men and women. Uh, so let's see how that marriage goes. Also, Queen Elizabeth gave birth. And that was the entire episode. So let's see what happens this week on the Lords of Grantham podcast. We're back. Season two, episode eight, uh, Dear Miss Kennedy. Yeah. What an episode. This episode is a wild, wild, wild episode. Like, I, I, I don't even know how to react to it, honestly. And I, I can't wait to, to, to dig in on it. Um, yeah. Dave, has anything been going on? Has anything been going on this week? <laughs> has any? Well, I mean... In what the crown or going? in the world? Everything. There's a yeah. teaser for the crown season four. Yet again, they they drop it right after we finish recording, and yeah, D- Dave, did you watch any of it? No, I haven't seen season three, so I'm not going to watch the teaser for season four. Well, I did watch it, and I was completely completely confused as to what was going on, and uh, <laughs> did not recognize anyone as to who they're supposed to be, and uh, sure, I welcome season four of the crown coming <laughs> in October or November. Yeah, so it's. It's impossible for us to catch up in time, unfortunately. I don't for think it the, is. So we have, what, two weeks left of this? The Crown Season then 4 we comes, do our breakdown. comes back November 15th. Yeah, so we would... We wouldn't... It's, it's un, well, we might be able to catch up mid-thing, but if you're binging Season 4, you're out of luck as far as us getting to it right away. Dave, it just sounds like you don't want to head into to Season 3 right away, man. If you're saying you don't want a week off between now and the middle of November, that's an it's an impossibility, I think. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Unless season three is like eight, four episodes. In that case, let's well, go. Well, as we said, season three does not have hour-long episodes. <laughs> uh, it has a dearth of those, so it's it's easier to get through. It depends what the listeners want. Do they want us to, yeah, that's to true. get through season three, or do they want us to get back to Downton? I know there's a couple down. Well, things not we back have to, to Downton. I mean, but. well, I think so. Uh, there's a few things we have to to address, you know, with Downton coming up. Then we, we can address at a later point. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We would have to miss the big anniversary if we well, were I to. Well, I mean, if you want to spell it out for people, yes, <laughs> that that was what I was alluding to. Well, we've talked about it before. It's no surprise that we're going to Who address. I don't know. I don't know what our listeners expect of us. This is why we're debating whether to watch Crown season three or not. We're going to watch it. I just mean that we wouldn't, we're not going to barrel through it to get to season four on time. Yeah. And I guess, I guess we just really lucked out last year because we just sort of coasted to the end of Downton with like two weeks before the movie came out. Right. Whereas I think with the crown, we're kind of clunking our way through with the release schedule. Just being candid. There were a lot more people listening to us when the Downton movie came out. So if we were closer to being on time with the crown, There'd be more of you out there who we appreciate and <laughs> who we do this for. I, I wonder if we'll see a pickup. We should, uh, I'm not wanting to keep up on stats of yeah. like older not that episodes. It matters because we do this for fun and because we care and because we actually appreciate who we already have listening to us. 
Yeah, and and I, I feel like The Crown is a show that just like Downton, you have people that really hold it in a high regard. Right, and they're not going to be tuning in to hear us trash it. Uh, yeah, or to burn through it without really giving it care. I know we got a lot. Some we got a lot. Geez, we got a, a little bit of flack for going into season one with a bit of a, a eh mindset. So I think we're in a good groove now, and I don't want to kill that groove by just watching it every week, one episode at a time. I think we're actually we're we're going at it at a slower burn than nice most actual viewers. I think a nice break between the the seasons is a smart thing to do. Yeah. A nice little interlude. That's fine. Yeah, for people to catch up and, and listen. I don't think it's to our detriment, but it's to our listeners' detriment, is what you're saying. Yeah, I know that the the Downton Abbey social media accounts have been promoting the life out of Belgravia on DVD. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. I think we're closing into it being on a streaming service, but I don't think it'll happen in the next three weeks. Well, maybe we just get the DVD. We just cave. I mean, I, I guess I would be unopposed. Yeah. It's funny, though, with the, the burning through things, because I just get the reminder every time I open up Netflix, The Crown, you got to watch the next episode. And it's like, no, I'm, I'm going to. <laughs> but it's for a podcast, okay, Netflix? I'm not trying to watch yeah, it right I'm, now. I'm not, <laughs> you gotta, Netflix needs to understand that not everyone's here to burn through things. Look, I'll finish the last five minutes of like Back to the Future Three another time, okay? Netflix, I'm going to get to it. <laughs> I know what happens. You got those? That's an epic last five minutes, though. That's the train. I'll get to it, okay? <laughs> you, see, you get to meet uh, Jules and Vern, right? Spoilers those are for Doc Brown's 30, 30, years, Thirty years later, uh, for people who haven't seen Back to the Future Three. <laughs> um, the end of that movie is the sweetest part. I love the end of that movie. We'll talk about that on another podcast. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, so let's uh, do we want to jump in any other news any other I mean aside from that teaser for season four it, it just still kind of blows my mind that the show is ongoing and it's a current thing and we're on season two and there's only three seasons yet this came out in 2017 and that feels like a million years ago <laughs> well just like us the mm-hmm. crown needs a little interlude between seasons I guess sure yeah yes <laughs> um, alright so let's get to this episode dear Miss Candy the the first yeah. episode directed by the director of the pilot and the second episode since then so so Stephen Daldry directed the pilot and the second episode this is the first time he's returned to Downton to direct or to the Crown I'm sorry he's returned to the Crown to direct um, okay and uh, you can definitely see that in some of the editing and some of the shots of this episode there's it's a, a very prestigious episode yeah there's a very there's royal episode some thought behind some of the shots here it definitely you know we got a, a a-list caliber uh, director behind the helm here. Yeah, and uh, we kick things off in Ghana, home I mean, of Kofi Kingston. Where else would we start off this episode? <laughs> well, nowhere. Well, Just Ghana. When it started, it was like, what am I looking at here? What is this? Just bird? those birds? Yeah. Do not not familiar. Not familiar. Um, but they're beefing. They they got legit beef. And what is that, Dave? They don't. They want the the monarchs out. They want the the monarchy out of Ghana, and all of Africa. Yeah. The president of Ghana is like got all of Africa with him, and he's saying all these delegates, and he says, "Let's embrace socialism." Yeah, yeah. So they legit take down a, a poster of Queen Elizabeth, and then throw up one of uh, Brezhnev, uh, who doesn't look like Brezhnev. It looks like an actor. Was he going to show up? I mean, that's what I assume. Uh, just because... And I just have to check this IMDb to confirm it is who I think it is. It is... Okay. Not who I think it is. 
I thought it was oh, the actor. So yeah. you thought it was an actor who was going to come onto the show? Yeah, because he looks just like an actor. It doesn't look look like any historical figure or, or Brezhnev or anything. <laughs> well, maybe it's uh, like Ben Affleck in Minority Report. It's just a, a picture on a billboard. Maybe that's the case. Maybe that's the case. Because I, I that'd thought, be a big flex of the crown. I thought it looked a lot like Michael Michael Ironside. I was like, why do they keep showing me posters of Michael Ironside, the the great, you know, '80s villainous actor, character actor? I, anyways, yeah. So they they want Brezhnev to come in and, and give them some money, give them the power. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they they want that monarchy gone. They want those old, you know, values that the the England was was squeezing and, and putting them in a vice grip, they believe, or the president of Ghana believes that. Yeah. Or the king. Is he king or president? I I wrote down both over the course of the episode. I'm pretty sure he's, he's the president. Um, but the the funny thing is, though, this just left me head-scratching. Like, wh- wh- where is this going? Because it, it then cuts to Mama, Queen Mama and uh, Elizabeth watching TV. And it, it, it's funny. They, they look like, a, you know, an odd couple in a weird way where – they're eating macaroni and cheese like people do today, just eating while watching TV. Yeah, like TV dinners, yeah. Yeah, it's so funny to see, like, oh, the royalty, they're just like us. And they they have a very uh, ironic conversation, all things considered. Mm-hmm. Because they're watching the JFK and Jackie O in France. Uh-huh. And the queen refers to Elizabeth as middle-aged. Oh right, to which we f- find out that Jackie O is the same age as the Queen. Yeah, just about. Three but it's year, funny that three years that, younger. Yeah, we find out that, uh, or rather, that Queen Mother is calling the Queen old looking. Yeah. When she looks about two years older than the Queen. Yeah. Than it, her daughter. It, it's just so odd. It's so odd. And yeah, we, I guess we did over. We skipped over. There's a thing where they're in the mud pulling trees or whatever, and Elizabeth struggles to get a boot off her foot, and then she catches a look at herself in the mirror, and she sees herself as approaching middle age or, or looking as yeah, such. Yeah, yeah. So it almost felt like an odd way of commenting on someone will re- replace me in this role to actually look more middle aged than I do now. <laughs> <laughs> only, only two more episodes after this. Yeah, I, I gotta really wear like how haggard I, I feel. Um, but yeah, it, it's odd for the mother to call her middle age when they just look like their sisters watching TV together. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like the queen mother looks younger and younger every episode. Yeah, absolutely. And so yeah, Jackie, oh, she is actually three years younger than Queen Elizabeth. And so in a lot of ways, Queen Elizabeth feels like she's got to show out to keep up with this, you know, woman who's, you know, catching the whole world by, you know, catching the whole world's eye. I mean... We only know stories, but and I mean we've seen f- pictures. But she, Jackie Kennedy, was really well known for her beauty. Like th- that was a big factor about her. She was mm-hmm. aside from just being a good person and, and having a good regard for her, she was insanely pretty. <laughs> mm-hmm. Historically, yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to comment on whether you find her pretty or not, but historically, oh no, I am. I am. I, I am not denying that but in, in, she is uh you're not she is history, one of, or you're not, not denying, denying yourself both <laughs> okay she's a good looking lady Hi. yeah she's a lady um so elizabeth is going to wear a nice dress to, to really show her who, who's got stuff to work with yeah we have another uh dress room scene which we haven't had in a couple episodes a little while yeah i mean when you're the queen and you have all those clothes at your disposal might as well dress up every episode why not 
Yeah, well, she gets she gets jealous of uh, Jackie O immediately. She goes, I, I need to I need to look good. And, and once you know it, this was the episode that I, uh, helped the crown secure an Emmy uh, for the best costume design. Go figure. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, oh yeah, we're just going to show off all the the clothes that we can work with here, and we'll get an Emmy in the process. Great, that's, uh, that's the way to do it. Yeah. And Phil is throwing a bit of a fit. Yeah, he wants he wants to sit next to Jackie O. Yeah, he's like, why, why can't why I sit next me? To you? <laughs> yeah, isn't it custom for me to do that? And she's like, not this time. They told me I have to sit next to her. Um, well, they said that the 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 Duke has to sit next to her, mm-hmm. or Duke asked to sit next to her. Yeah. And then he's like, well, is there assigned seats? And she says no. And he goes, well, I'm going to sit next to her. It's so weird to see. I mean, is Prince Phil that transparent in real life with how he's like a, a bit of a, a cad? You know, like it, it just seems a bit far-fetched that he's oh, that open with the Queen Elizabeth. Like, oh, Jackie's coming to town. I got my eyes on her. Like, it just seems too broad to be realistic to me. <laughs> yeah. To, uh, or to have the scene so blatant. Without making it like, oh, you know, she's the first lady. I'm. I sort of married into this. We probably have things to talk about as far as our place in the royal world or the, mm-hmm. you know, the spotlight. But no, he's just like, I want to sit next to the first lady. And I, you know, they they never really resolved them like getting in the same bed together. It just kind of came up like, oh yeah, she's pregnant again. So I guess some things must be better between Elizabeth and Phil. But. I mean, I, if I were Phil, I'd still be walking on eggshells a little bit. <laughs> well, he's the prince, so he's got no eggshells to walk on. He's he's right. proved his proven his worth. And, and they jump around in time like crazy here, so it's hard to tell how long it's been since they had their row earlier mm-hmm. in the season. Uh, so we get this party uh-huh. that they're a hosting. A lot of a lot of yeah, they they want the smoke, which is odd for to see for the for the you know Buckingham, but sure, you know, smoke it up. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a Snoop Dogg concert in there. Mm-hmm. And and we see that the car rolls up. Here comes, here comes the president, Blah. and here comes Jackie O. And Blah. everyone starts freaking out. Uh, yeah, it's it's like a rock concert, you know. And, and and they're there because I think Kennedy has to talk Ghana with with um, McMillan. With McMillan, yeah. yeah. Uh, and they're just also just you know doing their introductions and, and cordial meeting and everything. Uh, Someone else is, is in attendance as well. Yeah, and uh, the cash in the smallest check per word on the episode. Mm-hmm. Old Porchy's back. Yeah, everyone's favorite Carnarvon, Porchy. Uh, and he does nothing. Yeah, we get aside from Elizabeth saying like, "Has everyone gone mad, Porchy?" And he's like, "I don't know. I don't know what's going on here." He's like, mm-hmm. You're still the prettiest one here to me. <laughs> well, it seems like the whole point of uh, of Porchy, and I guess we'll get there uh, as we talk about it, is I think Porchy's function is to be like the queen's social crutch. But as the episode moves along, even he's kind of over her. I don't know. Like, uh, we see he's married and he's with his wife. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. Well... We'll, we'll talk about more of that, but, you know, in the moment when they're having this party, Prince Phil is feeling himself, man. He is getting skunked. Oh, he's, he's, he's spry. Uh, yeah. He, he's he's like Leo and Wolf of Wall Street just getting down on the dance floor there. And, uh, but yeah, we get to see who uh, who's John F. Kennedy and who's Jackie O. And who is John F. Kennedy, Dave? Dexter's John F. Kennedy. Yes. Michael C. Hall. None other. 
Um, and then some woman is playing Jackie O. Uh, yeah, I was like, I really hope that I don't need to remember her from something else. She's a uh, Jody Balfour. That that's who, okay. who she is. And the pieces that we hear of her speaking as Jackie O, she has a real r- rough American accent at first. It, like is she's not American. No, she's South African. Yeah, she's not very wooden. It was, yeah, it's very touch and go in terms of like you know. It sounded like she was almost doing a John F. Kennedy impression at, at, at points. And it's like, wait, what, what are you trying to sound exactly? Yeah, like, I mean, even Michael C. Hall is doing a, a JFK impression yeah, a lot. right. And like towards the end of the episode, like maybe I just got adjusted to, to her, the way she was speaking. But it sounded to me as if someone who has never heard an American speak before. <laughs> that, that's how bad I, I feel thought. like that's the thing you get in a lot of Brit- – not necessarily just British, but a lot of not, um, not American uh, movies, yeah, productions – where they, they they lose the nuance the way that I'm sure like Don Cheadle is in Ocean's Eleven to a real Brit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But but to be fair to her, Michael C. Hall is not convincing John F. Kennedy to the point where I was like, why did they cast him <laughs> as John F. Kennedy? Yeah, it's kind of weird stunt casting because he's a bit of a name in mm-hmm. TV. And uh, Dexter kind of exists in that like Breaking Bad era of like yeah. good, you know, the real boom of quality TV. So yeah, Michael C. Hall has a... Not not great, but he also doesn't have much to do. I just feel like they could have got a good character actor. I understand they may not want to draw like because it's like the most played president of all time in like film and, and movies and stuff like that. Uh, so I get if they don't want to have like be called out for having someone who's not too close or resemblance to John F. Kennedy, but the fact that he just doesn't resemble him or sound like him at all is all the more glaring. They could have got like <laughs> you know you just look at the other week with Billy Graham, the guy they got for that who's like a character actor was perfect for that role. Mm-hmm. You gotta tell me, there's someone out there they could have dug up to play John F. Kennedy, <laughs> especially if they're they not going to get anyone I mean, f- that famous for Jackie O, who's just as important as John F. Kennedy in a lot. And of ways. More important in the context of the episode, Absolutely. For sure. Yeah, get Natalie Portman, get her to play Jackie O. I mean, she did. She was fresh off that movie, right? Just get her in there. Yeah, why not? Just like they get like um, what's his name for Tony Blair all the time? Uh, Michael Sheen. He's always Tony Blair in everything. Like, in, there's like three or four productions with him as Tony Blair. Do it. Well, who would you get as uh, JFK? Uh, I I don't know honestly. Whoever voices Mayor Quimby on The Simpsons, that's who I'd get. Isn't that like, isn't that Dan Castellaneta? <laughs> there we go. Do it. He's like seventy years old. <laughs> Just put a wig on him. Put a wig on him. It's great. Um. So, Miss Kennedy wants a tour of the of the palace of Buckingham Palace. Well, we, we skipped we skipped over uh, a little bit. Yeah. Oh right. So we skipped over the introduction sequence where. Yeah. Both JFK and Jackie O get everything wrong. Yeah, he says They're like, "Oh, your my, your highness, how are you?" And then everyone's just like, "Oh God!" And you see, a, a dean is just like, <laughs> "Yeah." And then John F. Kennedy, JFK is just like, "I really botched that one, huh?" <laughs> He's like smoking a cigar. Sorry about that. <laughs> get it right next time. Uh, <laughs> does his hair back, and then there's just like, you know, he's just. He's just drugged out, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, indeed he is. We'll get to that yeah, later. Yeah. Uh, so so there's this dinner, and, and it keeps going to, like, Jackie O talking to Phil. Mm-hmm. So they chose Elizabeth kind of zoning out through this thing. And this is where I say that I think Porchy's purpose is to show how isolated Queen Elizabeth is. Because we see, like, she's looking across the table at her husband and Jackie O having this exciting conversation. Yeah. And she's like looking who to talk to. Porchy's somewhere else. Macmillan is somewhere else. It's all her people are like not giving her the time of day. Oh, I 
read that completely differently. It's almost humorous because she sees that Phil is completely enraptured with uh, Jackie O, and then she looks over and see Porchy, sees Porchy. He's dead eye staring her down, and it's just like, well, Porchy still cares for you, Elizabeth. No one else may care. She Jackie well, she, she, she didn't reach else. out. She's got to reach out to the, for the porch. Well, he's across the table, but he's no doubt staring her down the whole time because he hasn't, you know, given up the ghost. Uh, I mean, we'll, I, I would like some more context for why we had that whole episode about them, just for him to show up as like a background character. It made me laugh. I mean, it, it made me laugh. He's he's definitely awkward. Yeah, he's Sprat adjacent for sure. Yeah, I actually had a note. I was like, wait, is Sprat in this episode? Then I took a second look. I was like, no, it's Porchy. <laughs> I, I, I was. Uh, I mean, there is a down actor, character actor who shows we'll up in this episode, and we'll yes. get to it. We'll get to that. Uh, but yeah, Miss Kennedy, she wants to tour the palace, and who's who wants yeah. who wants to give her that tour, Dave? Oh, Phil. <laughs> Which made me think, like, what does he have in mind by showing her a tour of this palace? What's he going to do? I I think he's a reformed man. I think he's just I think he's just showing out. His, he's flaunting his his social feathers i don't think he's up to no good i don't know he looked i don't think he's i don't think he's jfk i I think he's as austin powers would say he he was randy (laughs) a little bit (laughs) okay because he he was maybe maybe austin powers was there yeah i I mean it's the 60s 60s, right yeah because like phil is just drinking and he's just shimmying all over the floor like hey could we could we get someone to make like a fan cut or fan art of the the queen and austin powers (laughs) (laughs) That'd be that. That'd be accurate. <laughs> she was she was with Austin Powers, um, but we but Elizabeth puts the puts the foot down. She's like, no, I'm gonna give her a tour. <laughs> I got this. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, Phil is just saying like, do I make you horny? And she's just like, get away from me, Phil. <laughs> yeah, baby. <man. laughs> yeah. Um, I'd watch an Austin Powers movie with JFK as a sidekick. That'd be fun. <laughs> that'd be a great movie. That'd be incredible. Um. I mean, he is a World War II veteran. Who, who, who was it? He saved those the, that raft of people with just the rope between his teeth. He swam all the way to an island from like a sunken ship. That's like the, you mean Austin Powers did that? No, J- JFK. That's like part of his legend. That's why he has mm-hmm. a, a bad back. Um. So, yeah, we have a conversation between the Queen and uh, and uh, Jackie O. Yeah, they. So the Queen and and this I think plays into the Queen being like feeling ancient but then again she doesn't realize how ancient she feels when she's giving this tour mm-hmm. of this like they don't even need to tell the audience how like ugh and uncomfortable this tour she's giving is because watching this scene i'm like oh my god it's like going through a boring museum yeah the place is so staid and, and old and and you know just needs a needs a refresher uh i can i can see how it could bore someone going through all that yeah, and then we finally get these two to sort of break with the corgis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, because Jackie O is kind of actually like very honest. She she says you know she feels like a fish out of water sometimes. You know, being involved with all this. Uh, yeah, she said she prefers. She's like Jack likes the spotlight. I like being alone. It's like oh my, how heavy, how much more heavy handed could this scene get? Yeah. And and uh, Elizabeth says, you know, you're the luckiest woman on earth. And Jackie O says, yes. Well, and doesn't say, isn't there an exchange between Phil and, and JFK saying that, where he says, you're the luckiest man on earth, and JFK says, they keep telling me the same thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or, is that you do know you're the luckiest man on earth. 
Yes. Yeah, that's what that is. I, yeah. I misquoted. Yeah, but there is a Jackie O is so wooden. Yeah. Which, I mean, you can pick that up from the real Jackie O in real life. Um, but there isn't much to the exchange. It, 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 but it seems like whereas Elizabeth was icy to her, she comes away from the conversation like, oh, okay, she's a human person. Like, yeah, she understands you, where she's at, her, her place in the world. And yeah, that. and Elizabeth goes from being like, I don't want this person, this showboat around mm-hmm. to like take my shine to being like, oh my God, this is a human that I can relate to. Yeah. I feel like uh, Queen Elizabeth is like, I think I have a new friend. Right. And uh, she even jokes to her, you know, she calls her, her, she calls Margaret, her sister, the greatest queen in her own mind. <laughs> yeah. Smash cut to Elizabeth and Margaret hanging out after uh, some horse riding. Oh yeah, and Margaret's like, "Y'all heard what she said, right?" You stink. <laughs> Why don't you call up Patrick? Yeah, this guy we we have never met, but she keeps like saying like, "Yeah, you need to so go you, see you, Patrick." Remember our friend that we grew up with, Patrick? Yeah. Oh, of course, obviously, yeah. They should have brought in Michael C. Hall to play Patrick. Or somebody, <laughs> yeah. some. I, I did enjoy this brief scene with Margaret because I think this is the only one where she's really an episode, but. You can definitely sense there's a, like a looseness to her since she's gotten married and just mm-hmm. doesn't have to worry about all the other drama in her life or anything. You know, no drama, no more for her. For now. And she can also torment her sister a little bit by saying, like, you got to hear what was said about you. <laughs> yeah. PS so Patrick time. comes in and uh, he drops the bomb. He, and, well, and he, doesn't, he doesn't drop it so much as it just tumbles out of him because it, it or it's pride out of him by, by the Elizabeth who says, you know, We've been friends and, and pretty honest with each other our whole lives. Why should that change now? You tell me what happened. <laughs> What'd you hear? And he's like, I don't want to say. Because he's just, like, all you have to do is ask the question twice, and he answers on the second time. Yeah, he, he plays dumb, uh, so hardline in this. He, he doesn't want to say it all. He was uh, like, I was on the other side of the table, and she's like, tell me what was said. He's like, okay. Well, she said I that might have misheard this. Stinks. Uh, yeah, no, he says, like, I may have misheard this, by the way. I was down the table. I don't know if this is what I heard. But if I heard, this is what I heard. <laughs> if I did it, this is how it happened. Uh, she she allegedly, allegedly at this party, he had heard the First Lady found Buckingham Palace to be neglected, sad, and a second-rate hotel. And has that. no place in the modern world. Is she wrong, Dave? Having watched that scene, I don't, I don't uh, disagree. And the narrative of the show, yes. In the real world, I don't know. I haven't been to Buckingham Palace. I don't think you have either, Dave. Nope. No, I only stood outside, and it looked not nice on the outside. I have been to the White House, though. Yes. Oh, you've been inside. That's nice. Inside the yeah. White House. Yeah. When did you go inside the White House? When I was like nine. Huh. All right. Yeah, I met Clinton. Did you talk about Kennedy? Yeah. Well, I mean, now's not a good time to talk about Bill Clinton. No. So moving on. It's Kennedy time. Uh, what she and also they, they say that she says the queen is unintelligent and unremarkable. Uncurious. To which Queen Elizabeth is like, I thought we had a moment with these corgis. Yeah, I got to meet her again soon. I got to. Uh, there's got to be. A, there's got to be time for payback. That that that's what she says. I know I just met her, but a week later we're going to have payback. Is what she says. <laughs> but you know what comes before payback? We got a Summer live Slam. event in Ghana. Oh yeah, SummerSlam in Ghana. <laughs> <laughs> um, so every the Queen's like, the, she is uh, on fire after this uh, revelation that Jackie O thinks she's boring, and she's like, "What can I do? I got to go to Ghana." 
Yeah, I need. I need. Let to... me be the one to handle this. Yeah, she goes to McMillan about this, and because uh, we don't even find out what McMillan really said to, with Kennedy. It's just that we find out that America doesn't want to be involved with uh, helping to woo Ghana away from the communists. Like they just don't want any part in it. Um, and so that's where Elizabeth gets this wild idea, saying she wants to go on a personal trip there. You know, it'd be a huge, you know, compliment to them. Mm-hmm. Um, they're more cagey in that it would show preferential treatment to a country. Uh, and it'd be unsafe and provocative. They just are concerned about the way it would, the optics of the whole thing. But the queen says, I don't care. I'm young. I'm vibrant. Yeah, I ain't middle-aged. I ain't no middle of the mall. <laughs> I, I'm going to Ghana. That's not how you pronounce it, but yes, that is where she's going. <laughs> and, and it's funny because he says, I love the way Daldry stages this, where he says, do not get on that plane. And then you start to hear the engines uh, in the background as the camera zooms in on the back of Elizabeth's head, just letting you know this is exactly what she's thinking and this is what exactly is going to happen. And that's where we are. <laughs> and then we get, we get to Ghana and... Well, Phil's There's cheering her out in the plane. He's like, I don't know why you're doing this. What, what, what are we doing here? He's like, why are we going? I don't, I don't want to go to Ghana. I just want to see Jack Yo again. Come on. What's going on? Come on. He's like, the last time I traveled was with Mike, and we had fun. <laughs> yeah. You're not Mike. Um, and uh, uh, Dean is him and Han on there. Like, I don't I don't know about this trip. Uh, it's, they're calling it indefensible, and it's a bad move. You're a lamb. They'll have you for lunch. Uh, and she argues though she she represents the Commonwealth. Can't she defend it? <laughs> and, yeah. And so they they get to Ghana, mm-hmm. and it's time for a photo op, and it is the most tense photo op I've ever seen. Yeah, they they enclose in, on them quickly to where Phil's like, oh, oh hold up, get back, get back. <laughs> Do I make you horny? <laughs> it's like Phil, stop, dude. What is going on? He's in the mood. He's got a yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, the whole episode. Um, so, yeah, it, it's interesting though because they're going to approach um, Nkrumah. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that Nkrumah. Uh, and he's like, "No, you don't walk to me. Okay, <laughs> you stop right there. We'll meet in the middle. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're not. You're my land now." <laughs> and then he like walks up, and they take one photo mm-hmm. and the cameras go off and then he just like bolts <laughs> yeah that's all he needed um, because as we found out this was all just a play this is all for show yeah and as the queen is not happy yeah I, I mean it almost feels a little a little trumped up but like you know there's the whole rush of McMillan getting a, a notice about this and saying it's just as we feared you know what it'd be and uh it looks like, yeah, they may have been played into, you know, some political football there where, you know, she's endorsing this one country over others and it's all, it's, there's nothing to gain out of it. Nope. Nope. And, uh, we see like the whole gang, Martin, Phil, Adine, they're not, they're not happy. No. And it, the queen is not happy. Yeah. She sees, she's just sitting in her place while across the, the room is Nkrumah, uh, you know, just lapping up. Like, you know, we, we really did them in and, there's one thing you don't do. You don't put baby in the corner and you don't put clean Elizabeth in the corner. No. And so she gets up and says, may I have this dance? And then they start playing the theme from dirty dancing. Well, and then she, <laughs> it's, it's not quite as a, uh, as outright as that. Well, she gets up and she's like, I'm going to do something. And they're like, Oh no. 
What's yeah. she going to do? And we see Mar- uh, Dean and, and Martin. And, and isn't it Dean on the phone? Yeah. Oh, no, no Martin's McMillan? on the phone. Mar- Martin's on Martin. the phone with them. Like, what are they doing out there? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> we we got to watch out. It's going to go down. Someone's going to die. Yeah. They even say, oh, Lord. Um, I think she's doing the foxtrot. <laughs> oh, when they start dancing, it's like, ah! Yeah, because... Elizabeth, she says before she goes out there and dance for her, like, I, there's something I can get out of this, okay? Let, let me go out there. She and, goes, get the cameras ready. Yeah. And you start to hear the thumping of I Had the Time of My Life start to play. And then they're foxtrotting out there. And then the whole music's going full bloom. You know, they had the time of and their then, life. And, and the king holds her over his head. <laughs> they do their running thing. Yeah. And people just, their mouths are agape. And they're trying to describe this over the phone to Macmillan. And they just can't describe what dances and dance moves they're seeing. But the cameras are going off and... Mm-hmm. It's a good night. Yeah, it, it, and shocking. Uh, but Ghana is down to be like, you know what? We don't need this communism anymore. We got a dancing queen. <laughs> exactly. That that is, they got what they needed. And you know who else seems to have gotten what he's needed? We cut to old JFK. He's giving a speech. Giving a speech with uh, Bobby. Yeah, uh, Bobby Ken- Bobby Kennedy. <laughs> Bobby. Bobby. Uh, played by who, Dave? J- Julian Avenden. The <laughs> He's back. Mr. Pigman. James Man. Blake. Charles Blake. From Did I, I think I said James Blake. Oops. Yeah, James Blake. Blake. The, the writer? Not the singer. <laughs> singer, yeah. Um, yes, it is none other than Charles Blake from Down Abbey playing Bobby Kennedy. Uh, had Yo, to, oh, Bobby. Had to look, look That's my closer. brother, Bobby. <laughs> you know Bobby. <laughs> like, here's Bobby. I'm, I'm Jack. That's Bobby. <laughs> We're not from uh, from uh, Dorchester, Mass., you know. <laughs> We're just a couple of Kennedys. Uh, funny fact, uh, Charles Blake apparently played JFK in another um, film or something like that. <laughs> really? Okay. So I guess we could have put him as JFK. Yeah. Why not? People would have popped even harder because they know it's Charles Blake from Down Abbey, obviously. Yeah, we already got uh, Bertie Pelham. Right. Why not give us a uh, old pig man? You, you almost wonder, did they keep Bobby out of the, the show earlier just to keep the two forces of uh, Charles Blake oh, and... and um, of Downton? Yeah, and, and Martin's apart. <laughs> um, what, what's his Down Abbey name now? I can't remember. Bertie, yeah. Bertie Pelham, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So... Um, What's the speech that John F. Kennedy gives, Dave? I didn't take notes. So he's just I talking about a... there's a lot of rot <laughs> seeping through in Washington, and, and, and people are losing their way. He's saying, drain the swamp. <laughs> not like that, but Jackie's not crazy over speech because you know he's talking about how you know we need to do away with the, these you know these the sinful kind of behavior and stuff. Meanwhile, you know who are you want to talk? John F. Kennedy showing stroking the shoulder of another woman and stuff and. He's like, well, I'll see you later, Bobby. <laughs> let's go. Do I make? Where's you Austin? Horny? Do I, <laughs> are you Randy? <laughs> He's up on the stage. We do not make deals with Doctor Evil. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, Jackie, she's not crazy over that speech because she feels like you know who are you to kind of be giving that speech? She wants to go to Glenora, which is like I guess some park that she likes to hang out. Um, it's Wednesday, which for her is enough to be a weekend. Already. Oh yeah, well, she's like, I'm leaving with, I'm leaving with the kids, and she's like, well, Why are you leaving with the kids? <laughs> I want the kids. I can't do but it. They, facts. <laughs> they turn, they turn the TV on, and what's the story? It's the queen and the and the Ghanaian king. 
yeah dancing and he's like look what you did jackie you you did daddy good yeah he makes references to her playing a pivotal role in foreign policy twice in the past week we don't find out what that second motion was exactly <laughs> yeah who knows he, well, he could be messed up he could and he's be. like bobby look what my wife just did <laughs> isn't she beautiful isn't she great <laughs> yes john john <laughs> john <laughs> Bobby barely has anything he's like yeah John that's good yeah it's kind of like why do you get Charles Blake for this throwaway role for a couple scenes I just hope he got a good paycheck to show up to do nothing yeah to pop the crowd to pop the Downton Die Hard the episode's 57 minutes it's the shortest episode in weeks you could have thrown us three minutes of someone we want to see (laughs) Charles Blake I mean I think people wanted to see Michael C. Hall but they didn't know how uh... well they didn't know we wanted to see Charles Blake (laughs) yeah we want to see they they don't know who's doing the, the podcast yeah we want the pig man okay we got we want the guy who's on our shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, who else about on TV is the Drury Queen with thick ankles? Um, <laughs> this this feels like a heel turn from JFK. Uh, feels, yes, it is. Uh, it is. This, is. this felt real, Mr. McMahon. He's like, remember when you did this? It was all playing. It was me all along, Jackie. <laughs> yeah, and Dave, I don't know about you, but did that feel? dubious as soon as he was saying that like wait did john kennedy actually plant these scenes yeah i was like i was thinking to myself as i was watching this i was like okay the british made this show this is definitely not an american show where you got heel jfk on it was me all along all i had to do was tell you to say those things and once you said them i knew she was going to ghana (laughs) little did she know bobby how good did we do? How good did my girl do? Get the car. <laughs> Bring her on the front, Bobby. Bobby's like, all right, We're got going, the keys. We got to get some baked beans. <laughs> yeah. We got to go back. Bobby's actually Joff Kennedy's personal chauffeur in this episode. They go, yeah, I'll get the car, Johnny. I'll, I'll pull it right up. Thanks, Bobby. <laughs> it's, like, yeah, it's like a Donnie Wahlberg situation. Yeah. <laughs> He's just taking care of everything for him. Bobby, get the ludes. Okay, Johnny, I got him. I got him. <laughs> So we fast forward to Jackie O basically forcing a meeting with the queen. Yeah. I mean, we hear, well, we do, I think Margaret tells her uh, they're going to have lunch already or they're planning to have lunch already Mm -hmm. uh, together, but she wants to have a private engagement first. Um, And the queen, the queen dictates the stakes. She says, you're coming to this place to meet me. Yeah. I think in Margaret comments at one point, it's going to be a cat fight. Yeah. Okay, we we've seen that before. Uh, oh, Bobby, we gotta go. <laughs> gotta get the popcorn. Um, so, the Elizabeth she chooses the battleground. She she selects Windsor Castle because sometimes only a fortress will do <laughs> mm-hmm. for for the cat fight. Uh, but Jackie kind of nips in the bud as soon as she gets there. Yeah, she's like, "I'm sorry, I owe you an apology," and she says that. Uh, but Elizabeth, like, getting, but Elizabeth accepts it, and she's showing because they do a thing where they're talking, and as Elizabeth is talking to her and saying like, you know, I understand, you know, about you or whatever, I accept whatever this apology. As she's cutting the biscuit and then like putting the butter on it, putting the jam on it, and like, there's a certain way of which she's just, it's business as usual in a weird way, like the way mm-hmm. they kind of dutifully show her like talking, but also just like I'm just going to eat right now because I don't, you know. I'm just gonna, it's it's kind of a power move from from Elizabeth to be like, look, I, it ain't no thing. Exactly. I'm the queen. Exactly. Like you're the flavor of the month. Right. You're gonna be gone in a couple years. I'm eternal. I am God. Yeah. So that 
and so Jackie O just kind of explains her disposition. Which is, they're all getting drugged up, and they're drunk and high all the time. Yeah, they're, they're loaded. Uh, on, on uh, Originally it was vitamins, and now it's uh, other substances given to calm him down. And well, Do you know what's in those substances? Uh, I have amphetamines, I, I believe, are, are, are what he's juicing on. So I was, this is, um, very strangely enough, there was a, a podcast, the Riot episode about the opening day of Disney World, mm-hmm. or Disneyland, and this doctor came up on the episode that gives JFK and Jackie O their meds. Who has the nickname of Dr. Guy, Feelgood? He was, so he was like Hollywood elite and mm-hmm. politicians, all he went to this guy. Uh, so in this concoction that he was shooting into the president and the first lady of the United States of America. Well, we don't know about the first Coke. lady. No, she said her too. Is that, or was it, she just drunk the whole time? Well, she says it in this episode. We don't know in real life. Let's not confuse the facts. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, the pre- codeine and meth. Yeah. <laughs> um, be- so, the, the, JFK has more in common with Lil Wayne than he does with uh, <laughs> Queen Elizabeth. Bobby. Bobby, fetch me the purple drink. I need Bobby. A- I need I need my my code my scissor. Bobby. <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> um, yeah, because it's it's on the record that Doctor Feelgood would pay pay visits to both JFK and Jackie O at the same time. It, it, we don't know if he was giving stuff to Jackie O at the same time as JFK mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. JFK had this debilitating uh, back injury where he was taking ba- painkillers, but he needed more stronger stuff to be functional essentially and so that's why he was getting this all the time um so yeah she's revealing this to uh to elizabeth she she also kind of they t- gloss over john kennedy being abusive towards towards her kind of like yep uh, strangling her in a weird way and, and telling her the words to say and stuff it felt very very strange for for this to, to for us to expect that this happened, where she explains all this, she just opens her her her. She's an open book to Elizabeth. Yeah, this out of is nowhere. a British production where we're going to throw JFK under the bus. Yeah. Not to say he doesn't deserve it, and he wasn't a flawed man. But can we be real, Dave? Can we be absolutely real about the crown here? We can be mad real here. Let's do it. This is so disgustingly distasteful. It really actually made me angry. <laughs> okay, look, John Candy, as you said, flawed person, and, and he's been dead for a long time. Oh, and he may be a drug addict, but to paint one of our former presidents as an abusive husband, who the hell are you to make that, put that on a show and, and say that? Especially about when your husband is fooling around the world in the boat with his boy. Right. I and mean, they don't paint him as perfect, but they make him like, oh, a redeemable man. JFK is painted as this sort of dog. Yeah. And, and he's it. not coming back to, to you know, <laughs> fix the image or anything. Like, it's just, it, I mean, we can say what we want about British people tr- trying to paint Americans as loofish and boorish and, and all that. But this is like a hit job on JFK, and it really, really put me off. <laughs> After we had two weeks ago, we had Billy Graham, just a preacher, mm-hmm. treated like a treated like a king. Well, I mean, he's, he's Billy Graham. <laughs> There's not as many rumors about him as there are JFK, you know. Well, he was involved in politics. He did overstep his boundaries. <laughs> yeah. And the, the, the best thing I can say about this with the way they treat JFK is one of the bits of trivia that my mom loves about JFK that she, she always told me was she knew that JFK loved soap operas. He loved watching soap operas. So somewhere, somewhere JFK is just kind of smiling. Like they did it. <laughs> they made me into the villain. They, they got it. I've been immortalized. <laughs> yeah. He's just solemnly nodding his, his head somewhere. The, the <laughs> eternal flame at a, 
Arlington National Cemetery, just kind of like <laughs> the day of the crown release. Exactly. Bobby, look. <laughs> oh, it's us. Yeah. We're having fun. Um, Bobby, you don't have any lines in this episode, Bob. <laughs> should, should really talk to him about that, Bob. Uh, so, yeah, do you tell an acquaintance this? Who would you say this to exactly? Like, you know. I think what they're trying, are they trying to establish a friendship here? I think so. To justify, you know, what comes pretty quickly. Like, they, they jump from having this moment. The queen says, you know, she 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 has a victory, you know, but feels bad for Miss Kennedy. She's talking to Phil, you know, she's like, I got a victory, but I worry about her, you know. Mm-hmm. And then next scene, Kennedy's dead. And it's like, well, the, the first scene of this episode is 59, right? <laughs> now you're jumping ahead to like 63, <laughs> He's dead. Yeah, he's he's it's, he's gone. There's not going to be a chance to make JFK look like a, a better man. And the queen is like, "I'm breaking the rules because Jackie's my friend." Yeah. Well, this is a, a week of mourning. Yeah. And then they're going to ring this bell at Westminster Abbey, that's, which is reserved for royal royal death, mm-hmm. once every minute for an hour. Yep. And. Uh, this actually that actually happened that that and so, and so I can see how they're trying to maybe rationalize that closeness of that relationship maybe because mm-hmm. that's not something you do for anyone uh, and even the queen has had uh, reservations about doing that for people higher than that in the future so I I can, I can see how they're trying to tie that in there um, we do we do get a nice moment with Elizabeth pulling in you know she tells Phil he's dead and then pulls him in close even though Phil doesn't really seem to give much of a reaction. He, yeah, well, he, he's like Jackie O single, baby. Yeah, yeah, I know. She's fresh meat on the market. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much that whole episode. It's, it's the, the the intertwining of the Kennedys and 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 the Crown. Mm-hmm. Now, the show also completely ignores that Ghana became independent from Great Britain in 1957. Uh, the visit did happen, and they, there was a dance. Uh, but the whole idea that the Kennedys instigated that whole visit and everything was complete fabrication. <laughs> that that, okay. that never, of course, that didn't happen. <laughs> okay, it was just like some way, like we need to fill in a B plot to really make this all come together in some way to make there be some drama here. Really, I mean, I could see how a lot of this episode just, just probably likely just didn't happen at all. <laughs> you mean Porchy wasn't there? Right. Yeah. Um, you mean JFK didn't have the moment where he revealed this sinister plot? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kind of done without you, it babe. It was me. Oh, I did it. <laughs> it was me all along. Um, but I guess the idea is it does kind of highlight this, you know, that rare thing that we see where these, these people who are in this, this stratosphere who are all alone, and it's hard for them to find anyone to really gravitate towards or understand their position. And that that's really mm-hmm. what's bringing home. And yeah. How, and how you kind of have to, like, carry yourself with some importance to kind of register as, you know, you know, you have to flex muscle sometimes to get noticed sometimes. Like she had to go to France, uh, Jackie O and like make a scene to get noticed. Whereas, you know, Elizabeth had to go to Ghana and be like, you know, I got power. I got the power. Yeah. I just can't, I just can't believe that again, <laughs> just because she, she went off in France and like wooed everyone. John Kennedy was like, you shouldn't have done that, Missy. You shouldn't have done that, Bobby. <laughs> get the switch. Like it just, it's crazy crazy that they actually put this on tv <laughs> yeah i mean every time they vilify one of their people they try to find a way to redeem them to the point that like 
I mean, aside, even, aside from aside from the Duke, who's a Nazi, I think once they find out, once we find out he's Nazi, it's like he's irredeemable. Once you, fi- <laughs> once you find out he's a Nazi, they still have like the scene of him on the train, like weeping, like oh, you're like oh, he lost all that stuff. Not yeah. to say that you forgive him, but they they give him a, a shine. Yeah, grace note. We're, we're, JFK is kind of like doing push. No, he's somewhere. bad, and he's like, yes, I am. <laughs> Definitely bad. He's that's off, me. He's off. That's all. Badibadi. That's all, folks. He's off getting injected somewhere and doing push-ups to just you know wreck havoc somewhere else. Yeah. The only thing missing this episode is like a Marilyn Monroe like appearance or something. I'm I'm I was shocked that they didn't even mention that name. I was sure they were going to once we had JFK. Once we started revealing that JFK is a bad boy. Yeah, kind of like they had you know Jackie Chan last week. The the crown reminds me of WWE in, way, in ways where like if there was like the orbit of celebrity at all, they try to pull it into the narrative to be like, look, celebrities were a part of this whole thing too. They you know it's part of culture. It's like yeah, I guess I guess so. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So was this a good episode, Dave? It was good. It was, I mean, I'm not going to say I loved it. It was highly watchable, is what I'd say. Highly, highly watchable. Yeah, it was definitely uh, in pacing and feeling the closest thing to Downton that the show has gotten. Soap opera. It was pure soap opera yeah. for the most part. So, yeah, I, I mean, don't respect the episode, but highly watchable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So who's going down, Dave? Who's going down at number three in the power rankings? I got McMillan. I got McMillan also. The man really thought that he he could keep the queen in. You know, he mm-hmm. thought that this uh, middle aged woman would would act according to his ways. But no, she proved she proved him wrong. Yeah, and I, I guess that is the resolution to that whole plotline. This episode of her feeling middle aged is like, well, what middle aged woman would go to Ghana and dance with the president there? <laughs> you know, like that's me. That's me. <laughs> so there you go. Well, who's number two? I got Jackie O. Well, I got Jackie O as well. Because uh, her man gets his head blown off. She's yeah. been a uh, she's been high on meth and codeine. Yeah, the whole time. And uh, she goes played by a, to be a fool by Bobby and uh, John yeah. and Jack. Yeah. So who who is number one, Dave? It's got to be none other than John F. Kennedy. <laughs> Yeah. Not only does he get assassinated this episode, he gets character assassinated <laughs> yeah, as well. His character <laughs> gets assassinated. It's a, it's a double. It's a double hit. <laughs> like Bobby, I, all the they did so many wrong things to me on the crown. <laughs> they got that guy from the other soap opera to play you, and he didn't say two words. I like the idea that like ghostly John F. Kennedy somewhere is just getting heated a little bit. Like you know, he appreciates the soap opera. Aspect. That fat cigar in his mouth, like <laughs> Bobby. That ain't me though. I don't know. I don't know who this woman is playing, Jackie O. She's a looker, though. I'll, I'll give her that. She's 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 a, a looker. <laughs> they should have got someone other than Dexter to play me. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yep. Yep. <laughs> also, uh, yeah, yeah. That that that's it for uh, the down. Well, yeah. Well, we might might as well go up. All right. So I'll I'll start. I got Martin's at number three. Martin, what is he? Because he's on the phone. Yeah, he's on the phone. He's looking at everything that's got happening. He gets to go on a plane to Africa, so he's like in the thick of it. It just kind of reminds you. He like, gets to go bless the rains. He gets to go bless the rains, and like he's just a part of the scene. It's just nice to see Birdie Pelham uh, up at up and at it in this episode, you know. And I noticed watching this episode, he looks like he could be a dean's son. I guess. Like he yeah. has the same temperament as a dean. It's very funny to watch the two of them together. Yeah. The, 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 Every time a dean is like, man, this could have been Martin handling this drama, not me. Both their jaws hanging wide open, definitely. Uh, <laughs> I can see the resemblance there. All right. Well, I got Prince Philip at number three. Okay. Also got to go to Africa. 
Uh-huh. And the scene where um, the dancing scene, we see like Phil is like proud of Elizabeth. We see him on the sidelines like with a big smile on his yeah. face. Not to mention, even though he doesn't get to take Jackie on a tour, he gets to, you know, schmooze with her for the whole dinner. Yeah, I, I mean, he's watching it. He's just like, I feel randy watching my <laughs> wife out there. Yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> why is this so funny? All these years later, the, the, the whole trilogy, why is that so funny? Um, number two, I got Elizabeth. I got the the king of Ghana. Well, he's actually the prime minister, Dave. Prime minister. Right? I, I got the, yeah. the monarch of Ghana, the, the man of Ghana, uh, the leader of Nekrama. Ghana. Uh, Kwame uh, Nkrama. Why do you got the queen? Well, number two, I got the queen because she flexes. She gets out there and dances and stuff. Um, she's still battling middle age. I don't really resolve that so much as saying, like, you know, she flexes. Um, I mean, it's just not as big of a win for me because, spoiler alert, my number one is Ghana. It's just not as big. A, a big the nation or the man? The nation. They, they got their independence from Britain, and, and then they also got her to show up and dance and, and get a photo. Honestly, okay. they had the least investment and got the most out of it, so kudos to Ghana. Well, I got the queen at number one. Okay. Because she's fle- she's flexing the whole time. Yeah. Jackie O makes her look evil. She says no. I mean, Elizabeth is flexing so hard she can't even get, can't even get into that blue dress at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. And she's got her little corgi puppies. I'm sure she's mm-hmm. real proud of that. Yeah. And it's funny. They don't even really talk about children, too. You think the, like, the most common thing they could bond over is having children. No, but they're both weird... Uh, mainstream like stuck in the world in the face of everybody freak people that don't parent yeah because like jackie o legit like just references uh you know i was struggling with postpartum and that's why i got hooked on these drugs and it's like well didn't elizabeth literally have in timeline actually a baby during this uh, the events of this episode <laughs> in 1960 so it's it's like you think elizabeth would mention something but all right you know nah no need she's just flexing she's just too busy flexing being like i'm the queen power god yeah me. yeah Meanwhile, Ghana's like, got it. <laughs> yeah. Got the power. So that was this week, a, a wild time uh, for for the, the royalty and the, the Kennedys. Absolutely. Uh, very easy to watch episode. Very consumable. Yeah. Shame we won't get back any of the Kennedy, like Bobby on here. You know, I guess he could come back theoretically, but. Well, how much longer does he live? <laughs> like six years. Okay. <laughs> I doubt it. Yeah, I doubt it. Well, yeah, Julian Alvin doesn't got to go sing his Christmas songs. Exactly, he's got to go keep singing for the Down Christmas albums. So there's that. But that's this week in the Crown, and we got two episodes left in the season. Hmm. I feel like we've been yeah, it's been two months now. The Crown feels like we've been covering it for a while, and it feels like yeah, we're in a good groove here. Love it, like it, gotta have it. Yeah, let's uh, let's finish strong. I'm gonna miss this cast. Absolutely. Yeah, that's when I'm really beginning to feel is like I really like this cast and seeing them in these roles. I can't see anyone else doing them. But you feel I feel like I want a lot more Margaret in the next couple episodes Absolutely. because losing losing uh, I know Helena Bonham Carter is the next Margaret and she, how <laughs> she looks absolutely nothing like Vanessa Kirby. <laughs> we'll find out. I mean, I guess in the jawline if you strain your eyes, but like not whatsoever. Um, anyways, yeah, Dave. What have you been watching outside of The Crown? Well, do we want to say the big thing first? It was a big weekend. It was a SummerSlam. We never saw it coming. No, we did not see Roman Reigns' new white teeth coming (laughs) at all. He got a new pair of dentures while while he was out on leave. Yeah. (laughs) 
or you got an Invisalign or something. You, mm-hmm. you started whitening, <laughs> and we got a, a conclusion to the epic story of that we've been covering for months of Seth Rollins and the Mysterio family. Seth Rollins beat the Mysterio family again. <laughs> he uh, beat yeah. Rey Mysterio's son in, in Dominic's debut match, and uh, he he killed him. <laughs> Ray, Ray was there. Ray's wife was there. Yeah, a lot of drama about the, the wife wanting to get involved in, and Ray not letting it happen. Yeah, he, he just kept explaining. It's my. He doesn't want help. My our son wants to get attacked. <laughs> All right. So, but then Ray Ray had his fair share of uh, screams too. Good, good hey. Ray Mysterio on Sunday. Hey. Take me. Yeah. Don't yeah. do a damn. Take me. Great. You can't help but appreciate that in the father. It's a great drama yeah. there. Yeah. Any 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 Brits on uh. On Summers, I don't think any Brits. Drew McIntyre is a Scottish guy. Uh, that's all. That's all. That's all that's going on on the British side there. I think. Yeah. But uh. And yeah. anything else? I I finished Umbrella Academy season one and started season two, which is also about the JFK assassination. Is it really? <laughs> yes. Is, is Bobby on there? And uh, not yet. Okay. I don't think Bobby's going to be on it. Okay. But I didn't really love season one, but I figured. Uh, pop culture FOMO just burn through season two. Why not? And season two is already better. I think. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I've been hearing some good buzz about that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Lovecraft Country also set in the... So, like, I watched The Crown, which is about the JFK stuff. Mm-hmm. I watched The Umbrella Academy, which is about the JFK assassination. And there's also a element of uh, racism and, you know, black characters in the 60s. And then I watched uh, Lovecraft Country, which is about <laughs> black people in the 60s as well. So it's like... What a weird through line of, of just, my viewing this week. It's just weekend. a hotbed of you know drama back then, so I got yeah. how it just spawns uh, content. Well, what I've been watching is decidedly not that era. <laughs> uh, Are you a big brother? Well, I mean that's always on. And actually, I kind of this this season's not been doing doing too hot, so I kind of been casually watching that. Uh, but no, I, I went back to Pen Fifteen on Hulu. I, I watched that mm-hmm. actually last year. It's a the comedy about two grown women portraying themselves in seventh grade. Uh, and Daniel, like what, how American summer? <laughs> yeah. But the rest of the cast is all children. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but, and Dave, you'll appreciate this. It literally takes place during seventh grade in the year 2000, which is also oh, ex- exactly like when Lady we Bird. Well, kind of, but I mean, we were literally in seventh grade in the year 2000. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is. What is Lady Bird? Like, Oh, two. Yeah. Something like that. I think, um, I mean that's high school, but this is like we were in the same grade. <laughs> I thought Lady Bird was eighth grade. Lady Bird, she's in high school. What do you? <laughs> the movie ends with her going to college. Spoiler alert for Lady. Oh, Bird. okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Well, the same time frame. Yeah, but uh, it's a hilarious show, and I, I only okay. I'm, this is my actual second time watching the first season because I saw season two is coming out next month, and I wanted to catch up again. Uh, no one recognizable in it aside from uh, Richard Karn is in a few episodes. Uh, <laughs> All right, Al from uh, Home Home Improvement. Um, I think it was his name on there. I don't know. He's he's Al assist- Borland. Al Borland. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> if you like Richard Carr in there, the best family feud, feud host, one might say. Exactly. But the the show is it's hilarious, uh, and it's on Hulu. Okay. Can't recommend it enough. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, more crown coming to you, and you know where to find us, and you know where to get yeah, merch. All, all, all the social media. I think um, I I'm, I'm speaking now on the day we record this. I think we got another sale going on T Public on our shirts. I think they're thirteen dollars shirts. Awesome! All right, go get it. So buy, buy that shirt. We still are waiting, you know, reviews on, on iTunes if people want to give them. <laughs> Forever yeah. noise. 
it's good for the algorithm. It's good for, and all you got to do is write a couple words about your boys, the Lords of Grantham, mm-hmm. and then you might win a, some merch. And if you if you jump on and there's a sale when we decide to call it quits on this this thing, you might get two shirts. I mean, go for it. Anything is possible. In the world of the crown, yeah. So uh, <laughs> in the world of Lord, Lords of Grantham. But uh, until then, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And email us at lordsgrantham at gmail.com. Yeah, let us know what you think. Let us know uh, how much downtime we should have between the crown season two and three. Mm-hmm. Do you want us to burn through this show so we can be kind of relevant? Or would you rather we saunter through it the way we have been? There's no English game between, so we're not going to have an eight-week break between it. No. It might be two or three. Nope. So, all that and... Uh, Stay stay safe out there. Yeah, yeah. Be be well in the world, people. All don't right. don't do what John F. Kennedy would do <laughs> in the crown. Yeah, no, K-fabe. you don't need meth and codeine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or you don't need to be terrible to your wife. Be more like Bobby. As far yeah, it's just quiet and irrelevant. <laughs> exactly. All right. All right. Until next time.